What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Championship Leadership Podcast. I'm excited for our guest today out of San Diego, California. Nice and sunny there, uh, hopefully, that is. And uh, we have Deborah Wagner. She's an actor, singer, and certified wellness coach. Deborah has performed in theaters, cabarets, and screens from New York to Los Angeles. She's a sought after speaker who's given workshops at university theater programs and corporate groups across the country and an author whose book, The Resilient Actor, How to Kick Ass in Business Without It Kicking Your Ass, which is an amazing title, was an Amazon bestseller. Uh, The Resilient Actor's workbook and planner was just released. While working at Creative Artists Agency, she's helped guide the careers of many top names, including Halle Berry and Antonio Banderas. Uh, Again, yeah, from San Diego, three children and a dog. Uh, (laughs) The dog's name. Everest. Everest. I love it. All right. Everest the Bernie Doodle. Mm-hmm. What's that? She's a Bernie Doodle, so she needs Bernie a mountain, Doodle. mountain name. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, her album, Driving My Own Heart, is available on Amazon and iTunes. You have an album? What? Yeah. So welcome, yeah. Deborah. Know you? Uh, I, no, but I'm going to now. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah, I, I uh, got it 12 years ago or something when I was pregnant with my twins. I recorded a CD of some of my favorite music and uh, until I got too pregnant to drive. So I had to finish it when they were, when they were one. (laughs) So it's some of my favorite Broadway songs Uh, and some, some new songs on there. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Thank you for being here. Um, I like to kick off the conversation with this question. Championship leadership is the name of the podcast. Okay. What, what does that mean to you? What, when you hear championship leadership, what do you think of? Well, um, leadership for one thing. Um, taking the world by the reins, whatever arena you're in, owning it, mastering it, dominating it like a championship. There's, you know, don't do things half-assed, mm-hmm. like, go for it. And whatever yeah. arena it is. Plain and simple. I love it. Well, tell us how, how did you get into what it is that you do today? Maybe give us a little background and, and how you've gotten on the path that you are. Well, gr- growing up in Chicago, I always wanted to be an actor. And I did that. And that was my passion. And um, 
I I went to school for acting and then I went lived in Florida and I worked as a as an actor as a stage actor and I was really unhappy. I was miserable. I was fat. I was overweight, binge eating, depressed, broken out, miserable. Even mm-hmm. though I was living my dream, right? Yeah. Um and um so that wasn't working. So then I went and did other things trying to, you know, I I looked for happy <laughs> in a lot of different places. I went to I went back to school. I went to LA and worked in Hollywood for a while. That that's that part of the bio where I worked at a big talent agency and I worked with all the movie stars and I learned a ton and have some great stories about um about behind the scenes in Hollywood, but I still wasn't happy. Yeah. So um I moved down to San Diego, reinvented myself again, uh, got um uh, got my health in order and then got certified as a health coach and went back to acting because I realized I missed it. And then I, what my, the problem to solve was how do I be an actor and not be crazy and not be miserable? Um, there's got to be a way to do it. So I think I yeah. finally found a pretty good way to be balanced and healthy and still be in a creative profession. Yeah. But I realized a lot of other people haven't figured that out. So yeah. and there's really not a lot of guidance on that. Yeah. Um, you go to acting school, they teach you how to sing and dance and act and maybe how to get an agent and how to write a resume. Nobody tells you how to be healthy and have career longevity and play well with others and those kind of things. So yeah. I started coaching people on that and wrote the, that led to the books and then public speaking and helping uh, go to universities and talk to theater programs for, to help students learn all this stuff. Because it's all, I, the book is everything I wish I had learned when I started out and nobody told me. So I had to figure it out the hard way, but I thought, well, I can shortcut it for other people and hopefully... Not everyone has to be as miserable as I was to get there. Yeah. Well, I love it. So, yeah, I mean, this is championship leadership. And so we talk about leadership all the time. Of course, what's, um, what led you down that path to really want to step into that role of like, hey, I figured it out. Many people would be like, all right, I figured it out. That's good. But uh, there's something in, in certain people that are like, I figured it out and, and more people need to know and I want to help them and impact them. What? What was it for you that made you want to go out and do that, write the books, do the speaking and, and share? Yeah. Um, so with my, with my whole health journey and then finally getting energy and positivity and, you know, liking myself a little bit, um, you know, growing into all that, I was then, okay, well, what am I? Am I an actor? Am I a health coach? Am I, a, you know, a, what am I? And it's like, well, I'm all of it. You know, if that's me. I'm this interesting combination there's i don't know a lot of people who worked behind the scenes in hollywood and worked on stage and you know have a health coaching background so i'm like well maybe that's what's cool about me maybe that's my gift is that i do have this kind of what seems like this disjointed windy path and it's like well how do these things relate i'm like well that's what makes me me that i have all these insights into the business of the business into actually performing and what it takes to be creative and then the health and the wellness. So I'm like, well, I'm going to embrace what, what seems like that could be my, the downfall is that, oh, I'm, you know, my flaw is that I've done so many different things and it's kind of a windy path, but that maybe that's my superpower is that I have that combination of skills. So that's, yeah. Poof. I love it. Thank Here you. What's, um, well, who are some of the championship leaders that have impacted you in your life and what is it about them? Like, what are some of the characteristics that really stick out? when you think of uh, some of these people that have impacted you and maybe, maybe some of those characteristics that you even have taken to help mold who you are as a leader? Well, I have to give a shout out to Dave Asprey 
the um, and the Bulletproof Diet really helped me get my health in order. And I've been following him for, I don't know, 10 years or something, like back when yeah. it was just a blog and he had a podcast in his basement and, you know, before the books and everything. So I was putting butter in my coffee um, <laughs> before I was willing to tell anyone. I was <laughs> Um, so I, I was one of the first 50 people certified as a coach with him Okay. and I, a lot of my coaching and, and my theory and stuff is based on his work. So I, I definitely want to give a shout out to him and he's was lovely to me in the interactions I've had with him. Um, so I definitely want to shout out to him. Um, I also think that I had one boss in LA who was awesome. She she seemed to have found balance in a way that most of these other people in Hollywood can't. Yeah. And she had a, she was grounded in a sense of humor and she had a family and um, work wasn't everything to her. So um, I'm going to shout out to, to Cheryl for being uh, an amazing boss and mentor and helping me along the road as well. I love it. Well, championship leader, I would say for sure. Yeah. What, Tell me more. What what specifically is it about these folks that really stood out to you? Well, that you can do it your own way. Um, and that, you know, it's okay to to break the rules and, you know, figure out what works for you. And um, there's certain, you know, certain rule, unwritten rules, or you gotta do it this way. And, you know, mm -hmm. um, but the whole I think the whole part of the whole thing about being an entrepreneur or being an independent person is Find out what makes you tick and what you need and what's cool about you and capitalize on that. Yeah. Because we don't, the world doesn't want the same cookie cutter, whatever, you know, like, you know, that's when it, I see people blossom is when they find out what's cool about them. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Cause it is, it's uh, sometimes you, you feel like there's, there's only a limited amount of ways or paths that you could take to go do something, but it's, you know, definitely leaders that, which really always kind of comes into this next question that I like to ask is around, you know, vision championship leaders have a great vision and they're willing to break the mold. And they're always, they're looking for different ways that might be a little bit more efficient or effective that can help the team accomplish the goal, you know, or whatever, or get to the place that they're, they're going. So what's, what's a vision and impact for you, uh, that you have the courage to take and, and step out and, and make for yourself, maybe near to near short term, right? Maybe five years from now, what, where would you like to be? What's the impact, the difference that you tr you're looking to make in the world? Um, I feel like I'm on a good track to get there um, that I've, but that I, I'm really enjoying the, the public speaking, which right now is, <laughs> you know, no one's getting on an airplane right now. So, and there's all the universities are closed. So right. are many of them getting back into public speaking and sharing and, and reaching a broader audience, but, um, you know, working on that online course or whatever it is, but to, to be able to reach more people, but I'm, and I probably have a few more books than me because I, yeah I enjoyed, I didn't enjoy the editing so much, but I enjoyed the writing. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. But, uh, it's like, I like cooking. I don't like doing the dishes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, yeah. um, I've, I've enjoyed helping, uh, people find balance and find um, some sanity in what's been traditionally a pretty crazy career. So, you know, I'm doing the coach. I'm, I'm performing a little bit myself, though, not right now, because, again, the, that industry is is dead for the time being. Yeah. But performing a little bit, 
and coaching and writing and then spending time with my family and getting to live in San Diego. I, I yeah. feel like I'm in a pretty good spot, but my vision yeah. is just more, you know? Um, and I don't want to take, I don't need to take over the world. I don't need to be the richest, fastest, biggest, whatever ist, because yeah. that also means that um, I'm running around crazy and I probably don't have enough time to breathe and enjoy it. Um, but I, I just have want to reach more people and, and, um, it's really satisfying when, when people say, yeah, you help me, you know, I'm, I'm just nicer. I'm, I'm happier. I'm, I lost some weight, whatever it is that, that their goal is to help them achieve that goal. It's pretty satisfying. Yeah, you bet. I love it. Thank you. What is, what's a moment in your life that you can look back on and, and, you know, uh, I'll call it like that fork in the road moment where you did make the decision that you did, which has you where you are today, but had you not, you know, life would look very differently. We all, we all have many of these moments, I would think, but there's oftentimes one or two that really stick out or stand out as, man, that was a pivotal moment for me. And I think there's a lot of people that, that are in those moments right now. And it's hard sometimes in the moment to make that decision and to follow your gut and know which way you want to go. Yeah. Is there a moment that you can share? Yeah. There, well, I two come to mind. One is um, when I decided to leave LA and leave the movie business mm. and come back to move, you know, and by doing that, by moving to San Diego, which is close to, it's two hours drive though in traffic, it's seven, but yeah. <laughs> two hours drive from LA. But, um, so it was consciously making a decision to not be working on that side of the business anymore and come down to San Diego and um, look for some more balance and pursue acting again. That was a big fork. Um, and then I went back to graduate school and um, I got an MFA in theater, actually. And several of my classmates moved to New York City to really pursue an acting career. So that was, that was another big fork. I had to decide, do I want to go to New York and really go for it? Or do I want to, you know, audition, try to make it on Broadway, yada, yada, yada. Or do I want to stay in San Diego and marry the man that I was dating and choose family and, a, you know, maybe not go quite as gung-ho on the career, but try to have a more balanced life. And, and then I chose to stay here. And that, that led to, uh, you know, that I have a family. I have three kids and, yeah. um, and my doggie. Um, so they're, they're first. So whatever decisions yeah. I make, I make through that, that filter, that lens of how yeah. does it affect my children? So there's certain things that I've had to say no to, or I've chosen to say no to for them, but, but I get a lot from it. And I think big picture that that's, I, I still feel good with that choice. I, you know, occasionally it's like, well, what if, but I feel good. Sure. With that choice. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing those. I appreciate it. And you know, I mean, always when you're in those moments, you, regardless of which way you go, I think you can always make it work. It might not always plant, uh, happen the way you had hoped, but, uh, that is also part of life and, and, uh, taking, you know, listening to what it is that you really want deep inside and then taking, uh, all of the, you know, all of the variables into, uh, into consideration to make that decision and then just own it and go with yeah. it. Like you said. And I'd actually have done a lot of work and it's, I get into this in detail in the, in, especially in the workbook, but, um, a lot of work on my values and my goals and a mission statement and really charting out, doing a lot of intentional thought on what do I want and what do I want in order of priority? 
So when I do have to make a decision, I can just go back and refer to that. I'm not starting from square one, like, oh, what do, how do I decide? What do I want? I know my family comes first. Okay, well, chick, 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 you know, how does that work with that? It makes the decision making a lot easier. And I know my health, my health is very important. And, and uh, you know, being connected socially, is, you know, these things, like money is up there, but it's not the top deciding factor. Yeah. Things like that. So knowing those things going in and having done that work, um, and I'm big on encouraging my clients to to do that kind of work. It does make the decision process easier. So when you do get to forks, it's not easy, but it's definitely easier. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I uh, appreciate your time here today. I do have another question before we wrap this up. But that being like, if there are one or two things that if the listeners were to implement today it would help them move their life forward today, what would those be? Yeah, I would say, ta- you know, some of it's just taking care of yourself. There's the, um, the, this work ethic thing that we need to go, 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 and have our foot on the gas at all times. And the healthy, natural cycle of anything, whether it's business, exercise, you know, whatever is work, then rest and recovery, work, and then rest and recovery. And if we just go, 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 we stop being so productive. We, we certainly don't enjoy it as much. Um, there are definitely times to grind. There's definitely times to to go all in and and deep work. But we also need to stop and and sleep. You know, yeah, it's, right. you need sleep. Big or, time. You know, and uh, you know, I love my coffee, but we need to. So, I mean, that's a huge thing is to embrace downtime and and be intentional with that. And you know, if you need to schedule it, schedule it. If you need to set an alarm on your phone, you know, at ten o'clock and you know nine p.m turn your screens off and, you know, get into to home mode, not work mode, get ready for bed, whatever it is you need to do. So sleep and, and you know, self-care. And then some kind of stress relief program for yourself. I think it starts with just breathing and breathing through your nose and mm-hmm. telling your body that you're safe. You know, if you want to get into meditation and stuff, that's awesome. But I think that for some people is overwhelming, but just stopping and taking four or five deep breaths through your nose and out through your mouth slowly to regain, uh, you know, get yourself out of fight or flight, especially right now, there's so much um, negativity and fear going around that to take our, take control of our nervous system back. That's a huge thing to do to start. And it, do, it doesn't cost any money. It, you yeah. can still be working when you're doing it, you know, right. but just uh, to take a few deep breaths a few times a day uh, to get yourself out of that, that mega stress. That's a huge thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. Those are huge. So thank you. Um, what are a few ways that we can find out more about you, your books and, and uh, everything that you got going online? Well, DebraWanger.com, which is D-E-B-R-A-W-A-N-G-E-R.com. It links to my books, my speaking gigs, podcasts like this one, there'll be links on there. Um, it's all, all there. And my books are either through the website or on Amazon. Yeah. Awesome. I appreciate you. It's been an incredible conversation today and thank you so much for your time. Thank you. It's a pleasure. In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on 
drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of lick. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera. I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable from my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years of marriage it's never been better than this. And we got three kids. That's who I do it for. I'm gonna be a leader. I'm a leader. 